0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of CMA Podcast. How is everybody doing? Back once again with the, the Burt Locker host, Mr. Burt Green. How are you doing on this beautiful Friday evening, sir?
1: I am fantastic. Just, just fantastic. I'm having my whiskey, I'm having my beer. I'm in a very, very good place right now because I always save myself for the Friday. I try not to drink. Operative word is try. I fail sometimes. Cheers. Um,
0: Cheers to you, my man. Awesome.
1: And to you. And to podcasting. And to Friday nights. And to American football. And to, and to American sports in general. They're, most of them are pretty fantastic, honestly. But yeah. Uh, I'll save myself for the Friday. I try to. is the operative word. Because sometimes I do fail. And I'll hold my hands up. Sometimes I will have a sneaky beer after work. Uh, if I'm going to the cinema or something. But generally speaking, I will save myself for the Friday. Not not go crazy, but just have like a whiskey and a couple of beers. It's my treat. You know? it's, my, it's my little Friday treat.
0: That's it, man. You know, you when we when we get old, you know, we get older. We're not twenty one anymore, you know. And it used to be like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then like you know a quiet Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the circle it continues and. You, you, I've been absolutely broke, but I've never missed a night out before, you know. And and nowadays it's kind of like, all right, we're a little camera, you know. It's like a sneaky beer on a Friday. I'll take it.
1: Honestly, I much prefer it. I've uh, I, I don't know. I, I was never into the whole like clubbing thing. Like I, I went clubbing a lot in my youth, but it wasn't something that I relished doing. Do you know what I mean? I, I I've always been more of a Take me to a bar. Let me have a couple of drinks, and uh, and a good conversation, and a bit of a laugh. That's that's more or less it. I'm too I'm too socially awkward for fucking clubs. Do you know what I mean? So like right. having to get so close to people to shout at them to fucking I, I'm not I'm not into that. Dude, too, too-
0: I'm the same man. I always hated clubbing. Um, I I used to work in like late bars, and I used to go out in the same bars I used to work in, um, because of the free beer, but uh. Just the the simple fact of what you just said, to sit down and actually start enjoying your night out rather than getting smashed and trying to pull a girl. It's just like you really start to enjoy yourself when it's about the friendship. It's about the Mm. conversation. And, you know, it took a while for us to learn that. But, you know, here here we are on a Friday night drinking some beer, having a conversation.
1: That's That's all I want. So,
0: yeah. but, uh, on, on 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 this i'd like to introduce the actual episode we got no fight breakdowns today man we got nothing that we're going to specifically talk about i said to you last week hey do you want to just get on the podcast have a fucking conversation you know let's see where it goes and and this is the true test of podcasting yeah. to get on with no cheat sheet, with no topics, and just, you know, just one dude talking to another dude.
1: Because obviously, and- initially, I said, absolutely not. Then Dave messaged me a few more times, and he said, you know, like, yeah, I, I really need you." it's like, look, man, I, I, this is talking fights, I don't want, I don't want to, oh, I'm kidding. But uh, I'm kidding, <laughs> of course, ladies and gentlemen, I'm kidding, of course. Um but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. So, uh, what have you been doing uh, this week? Well, if, without the fights, what did you get to? Because I, <laughs> I messed up last week. I broke. I rushed in breaking down what I thought was UFC Vegas sixty two taking place last Saturday. Yeah. I rushed it out because I was, there was only one fight that I was really that interested in, which was Cirkinov against uh, Lonzo Menefield. But um, it wasn't until this weekend. So, fortunately, I had some time. Yeah to look into the main event and also they snuck Cub Swanson on there. Cub Swanson wasn't on that card, Like the main event the, the co-main event was not on that card the week before, so I don't know where they pulled that out from. They do that sometimes, but yeah, so so this weekend I've got because I've done all my videos and that I'm, I'm just, I'm, I've got them all scheduled spoiler like to peek behind the curtain, I schedule all my videos. I very rarely post them as they happen because I just I like to do it all in one go so that I can uh play video games. I've been playing a lot of Chivalry 2 this week. I've been dragging my mates into it. It's right. pretty funny. It's like a medieval like did you ever play Battlefield? Are you not a massive game? You're a massive game? I don't I,
0: I was been. never a gamer, dude. I, I, I do have a funny story about um I think it was my I think it was my birthday in two thousand and eight. My girlfriend now wife, bought me a, an Xbox with the UFC game, and I was going to make one.: I think it was the very, very first one the very, yeah, very but, first yeah, game.
1: yeah my favorite obviously was a uh, UFC undisputed three. I don't think they've made a better MMA game than that in terms of being right. playable and just being. Like I worked out the controls to a fucking art form. I, I even I, I I didn't play online very much, but when I did, I used I, I used some pretty cheap fucking maneuvers to mm. fucking because like, I just knew how to do them. So I just take yeah. them down. And just...
0: But I was I was never a gamer. I, I, even if it was UFC, I was never a gamer. And I was gonna I was gonna make a joke at the wedding, um, because like I, I'm not a gamer. I never played games. I had like a Nintendo when I was like six, and I never used it. Um and I was like gonna make a joke at the wedding. It's like, and then she bought me the Xbox and I knew she wasn't the one. Yeah. But I never (laughs) made the joke.
1: It's a risky joke to make at your wedding. (laughs) It's pretty funny. I'd have respected the shit out of that. Yeah. But
0: I never did it. You see, there was you know language barrier. We got married in Poland, and I'm like, all right, well, probably just don't risk it. Maybe bring it into conversation some other time, but not at the wedding, but uh Yeah, I, w- I felt it would have gone down like a lead balloon. Um, but no, this week I haven't been doing anything, man. I- I've been I've had a week off work. Um, I I basically had to take care of uh, kids' drop-offs and collections. Um,
1: his own children. I want to clarify, folks. His or- own children.
0: Should have clarified I'll- that myself.
1: <laughs> just want just want to throw it out there. He is <laughs> referring to his own children. He is not running some sort of or involved in any kind of other business. <laughs> Jesus, so please.
0: Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so to 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 sideswipe on that, <laughs> the fact that that's funny is why I love doing my podcast. Right <laughs> nowadays, that shit would be taken and ran with as offensive and risky, joke, and all that kind of shit, dude. I I've been going you know through a whirlwind of of um what's the what's the phrase i'm looking for um i'm contemplating why i'm doing the podcast what i want from the podcast what do i think is going to be next in terms of the podcast and i'm looking at a lot of people like the big big podcasters who are having to censor themselves so much now to keep their algorithm shot and to keep them on the top levels it's insane that we like I can make, we can make that joke about the kids, right? It's a risque joke, but as a big podcaster with sponsors, their sponsorship's gone right now.
1: The thing, I don't think the sponsorship would be gone because it's all about content. I know that context doesn't count for a lot anymore,
0: but I would,
1: I would say that, that anybody would be able to see that. that I wasn't saying that pedophile rings are funny. The the name is funny, but I wasn't saying that that's funny. I was saying it's funny that you didn't that what it sat what you sounded like you were saying. That was the joke. He was saying for like, you know, the um that Mike Tyson joke that I got um moaned at for when I was doing comedy. I was like, like for context, people, I was just saying that I think it's funny that people idealise, you know, they put these uh, the quote the joke was um stop putting inspirational quotes on pictures of Mike Tyson. He didn't say that shit. He was too busy biting ears and raping people. Do you know what I mean? That's that's like literally that was the joke. And I wasn't saying that. Raping people is funny. I was saying that it's funny how people forget that he was like, and there's nothing against Mike Tyson. I think you know, at the end of the day, he was was a legend of the sport, but uh, I don't think I'm out of my mind by saying that when he was in his prime, he probably wasn't a very nice man,
0: yeah. And the fact that, but that's the thing, and this is what we need, this is the unfortunate part of. Anything related to a podcast now, you have to explain things so clearly and try and get context in there. Otherwise, people are going to get offended. They're going to make their bad assumptions. They're going to tell other people what their perception of this thing was. The other person's going to hear it. They're not going to understand. Was this a joke? What it was, the context? How, how, what, like, do you know who Stephen Bartlett is? No. Okay, so he's one of the UK's biggest podcasters and he's now, he's so big, he's on Dragon's Den as a dragon. Yeah, he's like 300 million Holy bucks. Shit. Yeah, he's huge. Um, God, so I used
1: to do, I used to do my on... research into podcasts. Anymore. Sorry, I'll cut you
0: off. Oh, you cut me off, that's fine. You yeah. do that a lot. Oops! Oops. Of them. Oops. <laughs> so what I'm going to do from now on is, you know, uh, Pen from Penn & Teller, you need oh. to shut the fuck up. I'm going to edit he... edit that in.
1: What was he talking about when he said that?
0: I don't know. Probably something to do with the Bible. Was it? Maybe so. But Stephen Bartlett was on his podcast during the week. And you know when when podcasters, like you and me, um, have this thing where they we have to clip our content mm. and push it on social media in these small little one-minute clips. He's talking about a girlfriend that he lost years ago. And he's talking about the first time they had sex and he had to censor the word sex, and he had to, um. what did he have to do? He had to, oh, yeah, the, 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 you know when some podcasters put the text on their Instagram post, he had to spell it, S-E-G-G-S. Otherwise, it, it like, risque content, it will affect the algorithm, and all that shit is censored now. So whatever about censoring swear words, now we have to censor these risque topics like the kids joke we made at the start, Mike Tyson rape joke, and simple things like the word sex has yeah. to be censored. And,
1: now, And probably other things that I'm going to say in the course of the next 20 minutes, half hour.
0: Most <laughs> likely.
1: Because I do realize, because there a, there's a clip, it's not actually dropped yet. But um, I, I debated whether, because I clipped it because I thought it was funny. Uh, so basically talking about it's on my latest episode, but I do because um, it's been, it's been real quiet in MMA news. So I did like a, yeah. a fun mock breakdown of Brendan Sharpe, uh, Dana White. And some of the, uh, some of the, the, the categories I was breaking down was, you know, their drink brands, you know, you've got Dana White with Howlerhead um whiskey and uh, Brendan Sharp's Tiger thick whiskey.
0: Yeah. And
1: I was basically talking about Howlerhead. I've seen some of the reviews of Howlerhead. people are talking about, you know, it's, it's the it's it, it complaining that it's not a very good high quality sipping bourbon. It's like that's because that's not what it is. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, should I have said that?" And it's like, "Sorry, I've just ruined your podcast by saying the same thing." But I, but I oh, just about, that bit.
0: Are you talking about the, the c word. word?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. People, because because I think well, actually, you know, people can get upset about that kind of shit now because people are people are sally sensitive these days,
0: dude. People get upset if you sniff in the wrong direction these days, mm. you know, the simple fact like what I suggested about having to censor the word sex and having to spell it on the text format of the content as yeah. S E G G S.
1: I I'd, I'd just, I'd go, go a different direction. I'd, I'd spell it a different way, but I'd spell it F U C K I N G. <laughs> like, right. So me and this girl, will.
0: yeah it's like dude this this brings me back to why i brought up the topic because i'm i'm thinking all right i'm not a big podcaster i've got limited amount of views per episode i've got a small following on social media Uh, when i had a big break uh, as in a a big uh, pause between two episodes um over the summer. Uh, like five or six people reached out to me and said where's the podcast this week Dave or last week there whatever um so I'm under no illusions but at the same time do I want to be in that world if I have to censor even things that I don't think are even part of the sensory like like uh the f word that rhymes with maggot or the n-word like obviously i'm not going to use them on a podcast but let's say for example if i do have a slip do i have to censor that word now is that going to affect my views is that going to blacklist me from going forward
1: the thing is i think you either have to go one way or the other because um one one podcast a couple of podcasts that i watch uh quite a lot um uh yeah a a friend of mine who, a friend of mine through Facebook, uh, Adam Nutto, who's a comedian in Philadelphia, uh, he was actually, uh, do you know uh, Luis Gomez? Louis J- he, Luis J. Gomez.
0: Is he the big heavy Mexican dude?
1: Yeah, well, uh, Puerto Rican, I believe. But,
0: See, I'd have to censor that now.
1: But uh, anyway, racist. Like the, he's, on, he's on the Gas Digital Network, the, uh, you know, the Legion of yeah. Skanks, Luis J., J. Gomez. Yep. I call him Luke because I am yeah, too. Um, but anyway. Uh, he was actually, like, my my mate was actually on uh, the Real Last podcast. Wow. Fucking amazing. He, he was really good on it as well. But uh, I'll digress. You could go in that direction where, you know, the Legion of Skanks, they bill it as the most offensive content. I mean, some of the content on there, I have to be like, shit, I hope no one walks in whilst I'm watching this because they're just going to think I'm watching porn. Yeah. Like, if some, someone saw what, like, it's it's like when you're trying to get your mate into MMA and it just turns into two guys like humping on the floor and he's like oh sorry dude it's usually better than this I swear to god
0: oh man yeah dude I I have a funny story I was on the train to uh, Geneva for work back in 2012 or 13 Mm -hmm. and I'm watching the Joe Rogan podcast religiously since 2010 Right. So huge fan of Joe Rogan podcast. And this was before uh, unlimited Internet was a thing on your phones. And when you could at home buffer an entire YouTube clip and then just take it on your laptop, open it up and it's ready to go and you can watch the whole clip. Um, But Joe Rogan's podcast are like three hours long. Yes. So I buffer Joe Rogan's podcast in the morning before I left work. And I'm watching this episode. I'll try and find the picture here because I died laughing in front of four other people on the train who were just like, this guy's a fucking weirdo. Cause they had no idea what I was watching. Joe Rogan was talking about getting the new iPhone four or something like that. And he was walking out of the um, f- phone shop and this prostitute comes up who'd recognized him, a big obese black lady with a meatball sub in one hand and her nice. boo her boob in the other hand. And he's like, I have to take a picture of this. And she's like, Hey, Joe. She knew exactly who she was. So I'm dying laughing at this <laughs> fucking story. Meanwhile, they're looking at what I'm look, what I'm laughing at, and all they see is this obese black lady with her boob out. And I'm like, Oh man, yeah. I'm I I don't want you to think, Do you know who Joe Rogan is? No. Okay, well, fuck me. But yeah, just and especially when you're watching UFC, yeah, when it goes to the ground and people don't know what you're watching. Sometimes,
1: sometimes people are like, why, "Is he watching gay pornography there?" That, yeah. oh, it's dodgy. Why, why the? What? Why, why is he so hard? <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you quoting? Brian, are you quoting Brian Callen?
1: No, the, no, no, oh, no, no, okay. That's just it's just something that pops into my head. I might be inadvertently. Yeah, uh, we probably have a very similar mindset. More very... Uh, Tell you what, Brian Cannon scares the fuck out of me. I don't know why.
0: I love that guy so much, man. No, 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 no. I love him. Yeah.
1: But do you not think he's, um, I think he's got a real edge. He's got a real dark edge to him. Like, I think he would smash your head in, like, with a plate at dinner if you you didn't know him, if you weren't his mate and you accidentally slighted him. I feel like he's got a real temper. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. He seems like a sweetheart, but it was just those messages that he left for Bobby Lee. There's anger there.
0: That was a very, very touchy, Ooh. dicey subject, right? He he yeah. huge temper, massive temper. But
1: I'm sure he regrets it. Uh, I oh, know yeah. that he does. I know that he yeah. does, because he loves Bobby Lee. Uh, I don't know why I don't I don't know him. Maybe he maybe he likes him as a friend. Um maybe. But yeah, well when I was when I because I heard those messages and I was like, oh fuck me. That is some anger an angry man and he's got this kind of dark like anger like side to him that I could—I don't know you can I can see it like Brendan Sharp he's probably more dangerous from a physical perspective but he's a sweetheart yeah you know what I mean there's like he's a a sweet guy I don't think he's an angry guy
0: but do you watch the fighter and the kid podcast
1: I stopped when Kalen left and I haven't gotten back into it
0: I, I have never missed an episode since 2014 and when you're like we don't bring callan as a as a as an actor and a, and a podcaster yes. and a comedian right but when you hang around with nothing but fighters and you could do a little bit yourself you know you throw your combinations yeah. and stuff like the way he does move around, move around. Move around. yeah move around but i keep busy, I keep <laughs> you busy. what's that quote from Brian Callen Uh, it's like oh keep busy and then Uh, Chris D'Elia Delia says yeah they'd be with the police filling out a fucking report because they just killed you yeah but yeah yeah, with with Brian Callen you're hanging out with all of these fighters and it's all testosterone and you can do a little bit yourself guy has a hot head and that whole Bobby Lee thing was crazy Mm. you know
1: yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not in that circle, so I don't really like to. I, again, I don't don't judge any of them. Like it's it's all their own business. But it just struck me when I because like, I've always thought Callan's got a bit of an edge to him. Like you can see it in some people, can't you? You can just you can see it. Oh, I bet yeah. like because he's funny. He's really funny. Like I think he's fucking hilarious. But I bet I bet if he's your mate, he's one of the best mates you could have. But I bet if you were like, I don't know, a waiter that got something wrong.
0: Yeah. You know, I
1: think there's a, that, that I can see that. Cause I'm not saying that he's horrible to, or rude to staff, but I could just, I get, there's a vibe there that I can see where I'm like, I wouldn't want to get, I wouldn't want to fuck anything up if I was one of his staff or something like that.
0: He has admitted to being a diva on, on several occasions. You know, like yeah. uh, duck eggs, or he he requested something in his trailer, and he's like, "These aren't fucking duck eggs. Get this shit out of my." You know, he's a, he has admitted to that before, but uh,
1: see, uh, I didn't know that. You see how I saw that in him? Yeah, right? yeah,
0: Without, yeah, yeah.
1: Without, I didn't know that. I really didn't.
0: Yeah, you could uh, tell. Yeah, I like, yeah, you really can. So. Yeah, I want. You know what I want to do? I want to see some of your comedy, Bart. How do I do that? Do you have any recordings? Have you? Because I've checked your YouTube know, I'll, channel. I'll, oh, you just cut I'll me off it, It's fine. It's fine. Oops. Oops. Um, but you you haven't put anything out on your YouTube. You haven't done any clips on, on socials.
1: Well, it's because, the thing is, it's like I'm only like, what, three? I, I, I Technically, it's four years, but we had the COVID break and everything. So I call myself about two and a half years in, maybe. Two and a half, three years in. My set isn't quite, I'm not quite finished with it yet. So I keep adding. I've got I've got a few sets recorded, but they're unlisted because I only use them to send to promoters to try and get gigs. But I think I've upset somebody in the uh, regional comedy scene. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I think I have. Like, it's weird. Like, I went from getting a few paid spots here and there, um, and just not having any problems getting new material spots. Like just ten minute like open spots, no problem at all. Now I, I cannot get a gig to save my life. Like this month has been fucking bare, and it's like when people are just not getting back to me. I'm like, who have I? Who have I annoyed in the comedy? So like in the regional comedy circuit world, I say that. But there uh, to be fair. I, it wouldn't surprise me if I have upset somebody. There's a lot of very very far left leaning twats that just just, I don't know that make up a lot of the circuit and again you have to be so careful with what you say it's like guys it's supposed to be like I'm supposed to be trying to figure out what's funny and what's not give me some leeway here Jesus Christ yeah I mean it's just
0: there was a a a chick on Joe Rogan's podcast recently talking about um I think she said how dare comedians think that they can just get up there and Uh, say whatever they want, and then just throw their hands up and say, oh, it's okay, I'm a comedian. But it's different because you're not, unless you go up there with the agenda of pushing horrible Mm -hmm. shit down people's throats and then throwing your hands up and saying you're a comedian. But um, I'm going to segue across to an emotional podcast I saw with Brian Callen and uh, Theo Vaughn, where Brian basically said, Hey, you go up there and you talk your shit. You say the craziest stuff. And for that split second, the people in the crowd are not part of the rat race. They're not like parents. They're not worried about bills. They're just laughing at what you're saying, whether it's outlandish, controversial or funny or all three It's like, yeah, the, the comedians are being censored now out the fucking door.
1: Mm, yeah. And- Thing is, is like the, the the what annoyed me is the complaint that I got was like it was on a new material, oh new material night. Don't mm-hmm. go to a new material night and then fucking complain. A, if something's not funny, because we're figuring it out. We don't know if it's funny until it's left our fucking mouth, you dicks. And um, yeah, and also look, Bill Burr said this. Now I'm no no Bill Burr, obviously, but Bill Burr said this. He's like, look, don't go to like a a general comedy night and then Complain if I've said something that offends you. Like because at the end of the day, if you want to tell me what I can joke about, hire me for a private gig. This is my rate.
0: Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Then you could then you can then you can outline exactly what you want me to joke about, and what you don't want me to joke about, and I will adhere to that list because you have hired me to do a job. But when you've come into a comedy club, you have bought a ticket to just see comics working on their sets, and that's what you're going to get. And and also. Just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. It doesn't buy you anything. It's just it's just you're offended. So what? Yeah. Like why why are you letting this have power over you? Like either laugh it off. Look, if you're that if that offended by it, just don't laugh and then move on to the next bit. Don't hold it against the comic. It's that that's just stupid. Why are you letting people's words have this power over you? It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And also, like, it's a comedy show. Mm. You're meant to just go and fucking laugh.
1: Like if, you, no. if you
0: don't find something funny, don't, don't laugh. No, no. Just go to the back of the room, go on your phone, wait for the comedian to get off stage, and hopefully the next guy's going to be your cup of tea. Um, but just this, this fucking onslaught of hate and cancel culture, man. It's like, fuck. I'm, I'm literally... Up until the summer, I was like, I'm going to grow this podcast and I'm going to sit down eventually and I'm going to start fucking powering through this social media thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to have like 100,000 followers and it's going to be killer, right? I'm going to be recognized on the street, but I'm going to fucking sign autographs. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm here with my family, but I'll take a quick selfie with you. That's fine. But I just, I see what it is to grow it to that level now and how careful you need to be and how yeah. unfortunate that step is and it's just like yeah, as you say you piss off one person and that one person is your fucking key to the next level it's like how do you recover from that now i don't know are yeah. you are you trying to investigate someone i've asked a couple decisions? of people i've
1: asked a couple of people i just don't know i just don't know i don't know if i've gotten i don't know But maybe i'm just not good enough Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe it may. it, But honestly, like most of my sets, I make people laugh. Like there, there are plenty of people that come up to Joe. I've, I've had, like, you know, nights, you know, in recently in the last six months where people, crowd members have come up and given me money because they're just like, I like, because literally, I mean, there was one venue where I got asked to go back because the crowd liked me so much, they wanted me back at their next night. And then that night, you know, people were coming up and giving me money, and just be like, "Look, I came back here tonight mostly to see you, and you were fucking fantastic again." You know, it's wow. like, it's like, okay, so clearly I can do it. Do you know what I mean? I know that I can make a room of people laugh. I know I can do that. Uh, like, I uh, I'm not gonna say you know, I'm not. I'm not a pro yet. I'd i say I'm I'm just about ready to start slipping into paid work, and I've done done a few paid spots. I don't know if it's just maybe the time of year or I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like, because I had a few in September, but October I've had nothing. And I've been sending like quite a lot of emails out and just getting nothing back. And it's like, yeah, you know, what? You won't even let me work for free? Fuck you. Mm.
0: cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not beeping that shit out either.
1: Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's, uh, 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 maybe it might be in my head. It might be in my head. But I know that, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what it is. I did up. I I don't know if it is what it is actually because I thought it was funny. Maybe the other people didn't take it. It's so funny, but um, get a lot of people like. Basically, in order to apply for gigs, you do have to. Um, uh, you go into the Facebook comedy circuit groups. Which is all fine, and there was one post in particular. It was just like I need need a. Uh, uh, non-binary female or or gay um, identifying comedian. So I yeah you know, I might have had a couple of whiskeys in me. So I come and saying uh can I, if I identify as being gay uh can I come and do my set? My set doesn't have anything to do with sexuality or gender politics at all in it. So I wouldn't change my set at all. But if I was I'm I'm happy to be gay for the night if you like. Uh, could I have the set then? People did not take so kindly to it yeah. but what look i was asking a question you know like if you say that you can just be fucking gender fluid these days and be like oh shit I'll, you know, one day one day i'll feel like being a woman i'll be a woman like if you're saying you can do that why can't i do that for the purpose of getting a gig i don't see like joan it, it either fuck, either it's right or it's wrong which yeah. is it
0: yeah make up your fucking mind
1: make up your fucking yeah exactly thank you also look it's not me not be funny but like if you look if you look like one gender or the other and you've purposely made yourself look like that don't get upset if somebody accidentally goes excuse me sir or something like that like correct them by all means like if, if someone corrects me look i'll call you whatever the fuck you want i don't care i don't care like i'll call you whatever makes you comfortable but if you have taken the time to make yourself look like one gender, and I accidentally say, "Oh, excuse me, sir," "Excuse me, miss," don't immediately get on the fucking defensive, going, "Oh, fuck you! You fucking like, how how dare you like get like assume my gender?" No, no, fuck you, fuck that. No, you're doing yeah. that to get a reaction, like because because there's currency in being a victim now. Oh yeah, fuck all of that.
0: I Sorry, could not agree more. Get it's getting hot it's getting hot <laughs> jesus yes no i couldn't agree more with all of that man it's it's insane what what's happening and you know we've uh, we've talked about this on previous episodes with uh sports and especially with mma you know who Fallon Fox is. you mm. know like that's that's a crazy thing but what, what i wanted to touch on was what you said about making that first mistake right the first mistake nowadays is your you're guilty and there's no coming back and i talked about this recently with a colleague about um i think we were making it some sort of joke about sexual harassment in the workplace and how no and it wasn't but it is but it it wasn't even a joke it was it was back in the day if you what, what was the term again it was if you were to hit on a colleague and got rejected and you stopped that was you shooting your shot and being rejected, and that's it. But nowadays, you shooting Can't your shot is considered the sexual mm-hmm. harassment. You're guilty, and there's no coming back from that. And it's like not even in work, outside of work, if you're the initiator and you like this girl and you go up to her and you talk to her and you're flirting with her and she's like rejects you. You have the option now to walk away or continue, and it's sexual harassment. But now, you making the first move, you showing any signs of initiation is creepy sexual harassment, which is then ra- um, which is then rooted in racism and you're transphobic, and it's just fucking ah oh, fuck, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, for me not win.
1: No, honestly, I mean because the thing is, I've I've never been like been very good again just never been good at it just never been good but now that we've got all this other crap as well i just like to take the default position that nobody's interested i'll just stay over here i'll just look just right jesus christ just please look please don't don't fucking hit please don't try cancel well i'm not casually but don't try and make me out to be like the so, actually. I've spoken to people to, to women at work that don't that don't like that kind of that they agree that that like at a certain point like we like they, they expect men to make their move and now men are being discouraged yes. from making that move but now no one's making the move. Absolutely, dude. Men this, can't this, make the
0: move. this is a very very loud minority. This mm. is and this is pushed by a very left wing. Uh, media source and like obviously the news media social media things like that this is a, a a fucked up ideology that is just being pushed by a very small percentage of people and it's so fucking loud like and i'm gonna get super controversial here now here we go
1: so oh, fantastic when, when when i get yourself a whiskey <laughs> I,
0: I, do you know what i won't be doing that because i got i'm a busy day tomorrow but um <laughs> I'll give you an example. I've got a very, very good friend who's from Malaysia. And one of the best girls I've ever met in my life. Just the biggest heart. Such an amazing person. Right? And I just see these things, especially in America, because I'm all about uh, U- US politics. It's my main source of comedy. No no offense. Pretty um, funny. Yeah. But um, when I see things that of of what's being pushed in the media of, these huge groups of white people, like signal virtue signaling like crazy. We need to abolish Asian hate. Things like that in the U.S., right? Ninety, hate. 99% of the world is like, yeah, no, we're, we're all on that side though, huh? So I don't know what you're talking about. There's, there's a small portion of shit happening over here, but you're blowing it up to be this fucking global problem. And I, I remember I talked to my my friend from Malaysia about this. And I'm like, like, is that is that the world we live in? Is that what we're fighting against? Because the majority of the world is like, yeah, like we we all kind of know not to hate on Asians because of obviously. Yeah. And and but just it, like, because
1: they because they always get the spices just right.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> but but the, the world we live in now is so fucking constipated from its own opinion that even talking about it on this episode of CMA podcast is probably sending shockwaves through some people's fucking ears, and they're going to be like, David Burt, David Burt talking like this. it's like no, yeah. like like we're we're on the majority side here of common sense and and good versus evil and and that's that's what that's what podcasting comedy news everyday life has turned into it's like pronouns on fucking social media sections at the top of instagram fuck me. Oh, for me like that's what we I started,
1: started doing at uh, 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 my work but like they've got the they now have on the interview email signature like I opted out of it like well I actually, to be correct, I haven't opted into it. They gave me the, like, and I've just deferred the um, the option thing when it comes up on my screen because I don't want it. Everyone else seems to have, like, their e- on their email thing, it says, like, him slash he or her slash she.
0: Why are and we I'm doing this? Like,
1: and I'm just like, no. You know what? They can go ahead. They can go ahead. Look, my, I mean, <laughs> like, full disclosure, my real name is not Bert. Like my first, my first name is right. No, no, crazy.
0: (laughs) What? News to me. What's your real name? Oh shit, uh, Alex. (laughs) Alex, nice to meet you, bro. I'm Dave.
1: (laughs) But anyway, but people have called me Bert for a long time. Long time.
0: I've been calling you Bert since I knew you.
1: No, so most people have. But like I've got fr- I've got friends I've had for twenty years that don't know what my real name is. But it's like uh, it's like, it's like uh, yeah, it's always it's always handy. Look, if if you if you if you're robbing a co-op, then you know people aren't shouting your real name down the street. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's perfect. Okay, it I don't co-op. do that, guys. Just co-ops are safe. I, I wouldn't do that. Too, too much hard work. Right.
0: Enough. Robbing but a court. Anyway, though I was very very specific, but it I,
1: was quite specific, wasn't it? I, I right. wish I hadn't have been so specific. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um. yeah. My f- first name is is Alex, and uh, yeah, yeah, that that can be taken like that. Could be either gender. I'm happy for people to make that mistake. I don't really fucking care. To go in if someone says accidentally calls me she, I don't care. Like I wouldn't even correct them, but uh, don't
0: care. I don't know, man. Well, I, I don't. I think you'd have to be the biggest dumbass on the planet because of your phenomenal beard that is always kept so perfectly tremendous.
1: You can't see that over email, though. Oh, talking about true. emails, so it's like, but yeah. So I've opted out of that because I'm like, I can't. No, 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 no. This is a very and the biggest problem with this kind of tiny minority having this megaphone that is Twitter, that is Facebook, that is whatever. Right? It is, it's a megaphone. So the smallest, smallest group can have the loudest voice. The problem isn't their loud voice. The problem is the credence that corporations give that voice, which is a problem because all of a sudden you get companies bowing down to that, which affects their bottom line. And that's when action starts happening. You know, like that's when laws start coming in. That's when fucking you know, like social credit scores start coming in Mm -hmm. because all of a sudden it matters. It affects the bottom line, and no, because it's like companies and corporations will only be fucking progressive to the point that it that it affects their bottom line. They want to. It's all to make money, folks. That's all it is, right? If if you don't believe me, right? On Nash on, on Gay Pride Month, you have a look at BMW and Mercedes logo right on Twitter. Then go to Twitter and BMW Saudi Arabia and you go have a look at those logos and you tell me that it's not just about appeasing people to make fucking money.
0: Yeah, there you go, man. You saw what happened with PayPal during the week? No. Oh, dude, fucking PayPal came out and said, we're going to take $2,000. It $2. came
1: out. Sorry.
0: <laughs> nah. This guy's a comedian. This guy is a comedian. <laughs> I'll ignore the whoops and pen, really pen yeah. off this time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they said, we're going to take two two 2500 bucks from everyone's account who we knowingly see as spreading misinformation. Now, misinformation in 2022 is different to misinformation any other year previous right because Correct. Men, men can get pregnant
1: yeah that's not true
0: chest feeding people are considered you know, yeah. not just women anymore because they can't define women something like that or something crazy like that but basically uh, paypal stock dropped like fucking crazy the same it happened with Net- netflix same happened with uh, disney the phrase obviously nowadays is go woke and go broke
1: mm. yeah i'm glad maybe companies will stop doing it yeah because i think i think basically what, what we're realizing is that actually it's not the majority that they're, they're realizing actually you know what most of the people in the real world are pragmatic most people are kind of like politically most people are central ish so i mean most people agree that that each party does a couple of things right and a lot of things wrong. Each party does that, and that and that's the problem again. Like politics on social media is very different to politics in real life. I can sit and have a discussion with friends that have, that that vote differently to me. I can sit and have a very civil discussion and agree with parts of their arguments and disagree, and they will agree with parts of mine and disagree with other parts. And that's and that's largely politics in a nutshell. What we need is like a more centralist party to kind of put this into action but that's another thing entirely but it's uh i forget where i was going with this so i've had whiskey
0: but (laughs) the the, the problem yeah it is it's exactly that people who are extreme on both sides this is very very generally summing it up now but people are extreme you're never going to fucking turn them there's nazis and socialists right it's the people who are just right center just left of center they're the people you can sit down you can agree to disagree you can majority of the time you're going to disagree but you can end the conversation with a handshake and a hug and perhaps a clink of glasses and And that's most people that's where the world needs to fucking be but you've got these fucking extremists calling these extremists extremists and then it's just an extreme extremist of extremism of extremism
1: a lot of extremism extremism
0: carry the two anyway um, but yeah, let's get off politics, man. Let's get yeah, off Yeah, I probably should.
1: We but probably I, should. I do have
0: a business strategy for you as we were talking. And um, as, I want to give you some free financial advice if, that's, if you're open to listening to it. Sure. All right. So here's what we're going to do, Bart. We're going to rebrand you as a comedian. We're going to okay. rebrand you back to Alex Green. Uh, assuming your last name is Green.
1: I will neither confirm nor do I. No. All right.
0: So we're going to rebrand <laughs> you and you're not going to be the bird green that has been sending those emails. We're not going to, we're not going, we're going to change your avatar. We're going to give you a different look. We'll probably we'll shave your head. Give you that Dave Keene fucking.
1: I number. used to shave my head. Did
0: you? We're, Back
1: going in the sh- day.
0: we're going to get rid of the beard. Now you're going to risk. No. Being, you're going to risk. Be- Hear me out, bro. This is free fucking financial advice. Hey, you're free to keep it to yourself. <laughs> All right, we can edit this out. I don't know. We're going to fucking <laughs> shave your head. We're going to shave your beard. You're not going to be Burke Green anymore. You're, you're going to risk the wrath of the left in calling you she, her. We're going to get rid of that manly testosterone beard. And you're going to do the exact same content. You're not going to change your content. You're not going to give way on your content. But just to get your foot in the door. Mr. Alex Green is going to walk up and say, "Hey, I'm a new comedian. Check me out."
1: Yeah, no, I'm not doing that because, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's great, that's great, that's great. Not that though, not that. So, so that's um, an always sunny reference. I've been watching the podcast. Right, you seen Always Sunny? No, uh, you should watch Always Sunny. It's All right. brilliant.
0: Link it. It's link, brilliant. Link me up.
1: I will. I will. Anyway,
0: my my question here before you before you explain why not. Is, was Alex Green worse than Burt Green?
1: Uh, number one, it's more syllables. It's harder to remember. Also, the Burt Locker is kind of my brand. And I like to keep it separate from work. Does that make sense? I, I like uh, to keep yeah, it very yeah. separate from work. So I'm not, when I'm going on stage, I'm not um, whatever my real name is. I'm Burt Green.
0: So uh, green, and even you. I've been talking to my friend Bert Green for the last fucking six months. You're not even hey, Bert Green.
1: Look, I said I could neither confirm nor deny, and I will not ah. confirm nor deny whilst we're on the podcast. It's just right. not going to happen.
0: That's fine. I won't ask and, him uh, any further, Mister Green.
1: Ask me. Ask me when we're off air. Well, I'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> it's not. It's not a big of a deal. I just <laughs> won't do it on the podcast because, as I as I mentioned, I like to keep everything like I like to keep work and comedy separated. Because I say some pretty fucking bizarre shit sometimes. And, uh,
0: absolutely, dude. Uh, I'm the exact same for this and work. I, I don't want any problems. And I
1: work and I work for a company that has fucking gender pronouns on their fucking email signature. You you understand the quandary that I'm in?
0: Yeah, it's a you tough know what I mean.
1: One. I want to keep my job. Yeah, but also I don't agree with that kind of liberal
0: bullshit. But it's it's like that it's like it's like that teacher that would uh you know, who's got the only fans in the US who's like a colleague spotted it and goes, Hey boss, check this out. Do you ever worry about that?
1: Um yeah, my my only fans content's pretty fucking choice.
0: So <laughs> But do you talk to people at work about what you do on Yeah, yeah people at
1: work people at work know what I do. They know what I do in my spare time. And I don't think it would be too much of a problem. I think they'd be hard pushed to, to kind of sack you. Because I'm, I'm pretty good at my job. I'm not like, I'm not reinventing the job, but I'm pretty good at it. I work hard. I work harder than most. I know that I do. Right. You know, it's like, and I work smarter than most as well. I get things done in an easier way, which allows me to do more volume, which is just kind of like
0: well, go no further now because, you know, you're talking about workload and everything. You're going to start shitting on colleagues now. I'm going to have to step yeah. in and say, hey, yeah. you don't want to lose that no, job. Yeah, no, no,
1: all of my colleagues are wonderful. I do, I do get along. It's been nice actually going into the office lately. Just, uh, just uh, I go into the office mostly when there's certain people in, just because, mm. not nothing against the other people, but uh, there's certain people that I like to speak to. And just, you know, it's just nice. It's, it's, It's a very nice social kind of, experience is good yeah
0: well i couldn't agree more i i had the the pandemic was was home office for us and i i dude have had enough of being in this apartment in terms of work because i mean it looks pretty nice no it's fine uh, it's a nice it, couch i got a beautiful couch here you know Your couch but, but that's the problem that's the problem there's distractions it takes away from the actual work and for me like uh maybe you may know this guy andrew tate Mm. Uh,
1: for some, and, that does sound familiar. But
0: yeah, he was recently cancelled for speaking the truth. Essentially, okay. Uh, he's this absolute fucking killer of a social media king, um, labeled as a monster, as a misogynist, as a racist, as anti-woman. He is exact opposite to what he's being labeled as. And then one day, YouTube, social media, they all just went boop, gone. We can't, platform, have, we can't have that amazing message go to people and have people think. We need to have them watch the Kardashians and Game of Thrones. Um, but he was basically, you know, talking a, a lot about what's better, motivation or discipline. He talks about all the best athletes in the world. They're not motivated to get up in the morning and go to the gym. I
1: have discipline. They're
0: disciplined, And for me, it's a discipline thing. I, I can be disciplined when I need to be disciplined. But if you were to give me the option now, post pandemic, get me in that office. Get me mm-hmm. with a shirt and tie on, dude. I, I've had enough. I used to work in my pajamas, my tracksuit, my hoodie. That's fine until it starts affecting your mentality. Yeah. And and now I'm all suited and booted. I got my face shaved. I got my watch on, and I'm like, fucking ninety. It is.
1: It's it's a mentality thing. I, I've I've been trying to get into the office more lately, just because I enjoy it. I enjoy putting on my shirt, you know, put, like making myself presentable to leave the house, and just and it's not even so much that more gets done, but it's just you're in a more of a professional mindset. And it, and exactly it, 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 it is it's it's a mindset thing. because um, because speaking of discipline, I've started to try and become more disciplined lately. It's really improved my mood. Actually, I started to get into a real funk a few weeks ago. Like not a few weeks ago, a couple of months ago now, probably. But like, because it's been so, I, I don't know. I was I was getting into the habit of like you know getting up for work, but only just in time to get myself, you know, logged in, and like you know, it's just just not not allowing myself time to get up and wake up properly. And and I just getting myself up in time so that I can have a shower, get out the house and go. Do you know what I mean? And on the weekends I'll be sleeping in like uh, just because. And so last, like, I think it's been about six weeks now. And so, so far I've done it every day, every day up at seven, whatever time I've been to sleep up at seven, just because, because I mean, my my work my commute's only about twenty minutes. It's not too bad. So getting up at seven, I've got to be in by nine. That gives me a really good amount of time to have a coffee, maybe watch some something on TV, like just enjoy my morning a bit. And I've been doing that on the weekends as well. Just get up seven o'clock, boom, out of bed. Doesn't matter. Even if even if I only because sometimes you know, I'll I'll have a few beers. I'll be playing video games. I'll get carried away it's two in the morning. I've still been getting up at seven because I'll be tired. Yes. But I've still maintained my discipline and it's been helping me a lot. Actually, I've been, I've been in a far better mood. I've been, been much happier. I feel like my content's been a lot better. Actually. I feel like I've just been, I feel like I've been ahead of myself rather than scrambling to catch up. And that, and that can be, that can be a source of stress for a lot of people. I know it was for me, you know, it's, it's, you feel stressed because you feel like, oh God, all this after work to try and catch up with where I want to. Because because doing my YouTube channel, like because people think, you know, oh it's easy. It's, no, no, it doesn't do itself. It doesn't. Do you know what I mean? I will put a lot of work into it. I enjoy the hell out of it, but it's a lot of work because I have to stay on my schedule. If I don't stick to my own schedule, then what am I doing? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just and. That's the thing with YouTube. You have to be very self-motivated. Now, obviously, you know, I, I'm nowhere on YouTube yet, but I plan to be someday, you know? It's like, I'm just going to keep going until I'm either, like, somewhere or I'm dead. That's... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, that, all it costs me is time like, and, and the bits and pieces that I buy to kind of try and improve the quality of the show and that. But, like, mostly, it's, yeah, it's time. And, yeah, it's... It, I found getting up at seven giving myself a time that's when i need to be out of bed that is the time it makes me even if i've been drinking the night before it means that i'll get up at seven and i'll go for a run because once i've been for a run gotten a real good like just a 5k not that long going a couple of hills maybe and then that's it you know i get back home and i'm like don't even feel hungover over anymore yeah. no, I, feel, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel, I feel like garbage i feel like i want to die but I don't feel hungover anymore. And then, and then once you have a shower, get yourself sorted out. You're like, hmm, yeah, okay, I feel good. And yeah. then you can sit and watch fucking like Game of Thrones or. whatever. I've been watching Dharma. You know the Dharma, Jeffrey Dharma. Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: Oh, you know, dude, Jeffrey- I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I experienced last week in terms of fucking murders. Let me tell you. Um, oh God. But yeah, before I before we touch on that if I'm not up when I need to be up in the morning, like it doesn't happen like nowadays. Cause I got two kids who are up way before me yeah. and get me the fuck up. Um, But it affects your whole morning right up until lunch. If you're, if you're catching yes. up and it's beyond strange, lunch and, and I just nearly hit the mic. Uh, well, I did actually hit the mic. Um, But if you are like, there's, there's two mornings you see in the, in the movies, there's the the dad that sits at the breakfast table, drinking a coffee, reading the newspaper and then there's the guy that's running out the door, tying his tie with a slice of toast in his mouth, you know. Yeah. And I used to be that guy running out the door with the toast in my mouth, and it's yeah. just it affects you right up until lunch. And I get up now at like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. I don't got to be at the office until nine.
1: Oh, so I got- uh, yeah
0: three hours. To Shaming
1: the... me. Like
0: <laughs> but, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't always like that because I recommend kids, Burt, but you know, that's a Jesus, different topic. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but uh, with Dahmer, dude, I, I, I don't have Netflix. I don't follow the Netflix train because of the wokeism. Um, But I was always aware of Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, but I went back to YouTube last week and I started watching interviews from him in prison.
1: Yeah, it's real.
0: The real the, ones, not the Yeah, the
1: yeah. Netflix. I'm I'm moving on to that tonight. Uh, they've got I think they've got it as a compilation on on Netflix. I know, I've seen them all before anyway. I'm I'm because yeah. I've seen because there, there is a fascination with serial killers. There just is it's just it's um the like yeah, you know, as kids we were always fascinated with the monsters, you know, the monster mm-hmm. stories. Like, I was always fascinated with like you know, Bigfoot. Things like it's not too far removed from that. Honestly, mm. the whole like you know it's like it's uh the boogeyman that kind of, that kind of because they, they do though they, that's what they, to them they're a, they they're a human. It's like one of the um things that like the Dharma documentary does is like Dharma, oh, <laughs> Dharma. But like <laughs> one of the weird things it kind of does is like I don't want to say that it it makes uh, Jeffrey Dharma a sympathetic character because it doesn't, but it does kind of. Show that actually no, he like he was more than the sum of his crimes. He was a human being to some people. Like he was a son. Do you know what I mean? He was like, and you see how the father has to deal with. You no, know, he he doesn't cut him off. He's Still my son. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, he's, he's like, and I love him. And I want to know why he did the. Because the thing is, one thing with Dharma is it was he was very upfront. Once he got caught, like he was just very upfront. He was like, look, you no. Know, this is all the things that I did. And I've been like this since birth. I don't know what's wrong with me. Something is wrong with me, but yeah, you know, this it is what it is. It's like, I'm not saying that makes it okay. Well, he did because obviously it doesn't. It was horrific, but there's a kind of, I don't know. There's a, there's a weird kind of, he, he wanted the death penalty. They didn't give him the death penalty, which is weird. Yeah, it's like well, no, I, th- I think they didn't have it in Wisconsin at the time, or wherever he was. But he wanted the death penalty. He was like, no, no, what I did was was horrible. I yeah. want to die. And They were like, no, it was like oh, shit.
0: Yeah, just the fact that he was he was so calm in his interviews, and he was so like he was he was talking like he was putting a car back together. Okay, this is yeah. what I did here. This is what I did there, and that's fine. And then you see monsters like um, Richard Kuklinski. Do you know who Richard who, Kuklinski?
1: That rings a bell.
0: The Iceman.
1: Man. The Iceman, Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. was it? Didn't didn't uh, Michael Shannon play him in a film? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Was that him? Yeah, the yeah. Ice Man. Yeah. And yeah. basically just detailing in nuts in in a calm manner, but detailing his life. You know. Uh, domestic violence, beaten up by his dad, bullied in school, people fucking with him on the streets, mm. just this product of society, that you know, you under no circumstances do we feel sorry for him, um, yeah. because he was just this piece of shit who did whatever he wanted, disregarding the laws of society, and then just found out that he could make money doing it and would make mm. hundreds and thousands of dollars per hit. Um, yep. But you just see how calm and how smug and how happy they are telling their very story. matter
1: of fact. Very hmm. nice.
0: There it you go, like... man. So, well, yeah. Apologies for those technical difficulties, you know, but we, we will power through whether we're talking about comedians, life, social media, or murderers. We power through it all. Yeah. There you go.
1: Ah, that, but it really went on, it went on uh, a real, Tangent there, it's, it uh, did, man. Just but, because I've been, yeah.
0: But these are the best fucking conversations. You never want to be in an interview where it's just call and answer. You know what I mean?
1: That's true. That's true. That's it's how a, Joe Rogan
0: goes about hundred million bucks. You know, he just starts with the fucking weather and he ends up on Mars.
1: Because weirdly, yeah, I think because I, because you know, I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. And one interview that I really was looking forward to, I, I don't call it actually, not interview, one podcast. I was uh, really looking forward to listening to, which actually seemed more like an interview, but it wasn't Joe Rogan's fault. It was Dan Aykroyd. I was very disappointed with that one. Because really? Dan Aykroyd spent basically... I thought they would spend more time talking about UFOs and conspiracies and stuff mm-hmm. because Dan Aykroyd's a kind of UFO conspiracy nut. But basically, Dan Aykroyd spent the whole time just literally advertising his crystal head vodka. Like... Oh, shit. It it, it annoyed me. I was just, I was really thinking it would be a better... Conversation. It didn't seem like they gelled. Do you know what I mean? Like right. you tell the people that Rogan kind of gels with. So that's why I like listening. to you know the Save Our Parks ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because Shane Gillis, he's he's probably one of my favorite comedians in the world right now. Like him and yeah. it, like Louis C.K. Brilliant. But I went to see uh, Shane Gillis earlier this year. He went to he did the Leicester Square Theatre. Twenty five pounds. Wow. Twenty five pounds.
0: That's Shane, nothing. Shane Gillis outdrank Ari Shafir on the last time he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Did you yes. watch it?
1: Yeah, apparently, but but more importantly, did you watch um the Kill Tony afterwards?
0: No, I did not.
1: Because Joe Rogan never made it to Kill Tony. Joe Rogan was puking.
0: Well, I know that Ari Shafir was puking on the podcast, but you're Joe
1: Rogan. Was puking as after oh, the podcast. Wow. He, oh, so Joe he did Rogan, kill
0: Tony the yeah. same night.
1: Oh, Gillis, Gillis, and Mark Norman went and did kill Tony that same night. They were both hammered, oh. but they did it right. And like Gillis sat there, and she's like, and, uh, and Tony's like, I thought Rogan was coming He's like ah Rogan's puking, man. <laughs> Fuck. Rogan, Rogan can't with the boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, that's <laughs> a lot of
0: beer. He had like yeah, forty beers. Lights.
1: Bud Lights. Still though, no, 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 three and a half percent. I think I could, I think I could keep up with them. I really do.
0: Well, what I'm saying is the content is only three and a half percent, but the amount of liquid that's going inside you, it's that's. Oh
1: yeah, go go for a piss every once in a while. But I mean, like on, I think in, I think I could, I don't think I could out drink Shane per se. But uh, I'm not. It's not like a bad runner. I'm English. We drink, we drink (laughs) over here.
0: You know, yeah,
1: and light beers don't touch me, they don't touch me. Like, we went over to the NASCAR, I think I did you know 30 light beers, I wasn't drunk, I was just I was fine. 30 They. Wow. easy, easy work. Like, it's, <laughs> they're wow. three percent,
0: dude. Easy. You you got to come over nice. to Switzerland to visit some weekend, man. You got to fly. I over. definitely
1: do, yeah. I want well, to learn how to box, so I, don't, well, I, don't, I, don't, do, I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Let's have 30 beers first. Head out, yeah. and then just like randomly bump into each other and like say, "Hey, man, what are you looking at?" It's like, oh, you speak English?" Yeah, you're damn right, ah. I speak English. Put 'em up, bitch.
1: Because I, I do like um, just like rounds on the bag, but I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably shit. Well, thing is, I do. I mean, all I do is I take uh, like, do you know uh, Tony Jeffries?
0: Oh, yeah. on, uh, I had his wife on the podcast. Really? Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh shit! Which yeah. who was that? I don't know. I, a, I, I probably watched it and didn't know who she was
0: sarah jeffries yeah i i contacted that's tony. a
1: clue that's a clue isn't it yeah. jeffries yeah, yeah i should sarah. have got that i probably because i've watched i'm pretty sure i've watched all of your podcasts so because yeah. i went through them all and just i didn't understand so i'm fairly sure i must have watched it and not realized it yeah but yeah. tony jeffries yeah brilliant
0: yeah he's well a, he's a good boxer me you know yeah Well, yeah, he fantastic a,
1: Oh, it's brilliant, it, and he it just sees. It's, it's just uh, well, I teach the right? I yeah. teach it with the thumb up. You can teach it with the thumb towards you, but it involves more rotation, and you can injure yourself more. So, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, but but I do. I watch a lot of his instru- instructional videos. I'm probably doing it all wrong, but it's. But I do watch them. I try and do, try and use that to just yeah, you because know, I I do it for fun mostly. Yeah. For like real. I. But yeah, I'm hopefully starting uh, jujitsu again. Yeah, but the, the, the best l- fun, bird,
0: the best fun is when you have a couple of whiskeys and you go down the street, right? That that's that's when it's real fighting, you know.
1: Yeah, I would never do that. Yeah, I've never, I have done that. Also, I, no, I'd you, never do that.
0: So you you do more from the safety of a gym and mats and
1: yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh, oh, there, there was a bit, well things. Don't get me wrong. Like, when I was younger, I did some you know, stupid shit, right. and which if I'm four, not proud cell of. cell you know, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but because it it is, it's dumb. Like fighting in the streets is dumb. Like there, there are no real winners. Like you'll either end up with a broken hand or a broken face, and like those are the two outcomes. By the way, broken hand, broken face. That's it. Maybe both. Right, one or the other or both. And you will most likely end up in a police cell. You will most likely, like you know, wake up in the morning really regretting what you've done, and. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. It's not. It's not. It, there's nothing good about it. The best thing to do is just try and avoid it. Yeah, you know, it's just like the It's it's dumb to get into those conflicts. It really is.
0: It is it's, absolutely.
1: Uh, but I watched a video the other day. Um, what's his name? James something. James Smith, I think. PT. The uh, he does like he's quite. He, he's got a. He, he's got a big following anyway. Just like PT, he does no nonsense. Like personal training and things, but I, I quite yeah. like him. He's talking about like he 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 basically calls bullshit on a lot of uh, these personal training videos. It's like yeah, you know, to get rock hard abs like this, you need to do this. It's like yeah, don't listen to this idiot, right? Do, do you know how? Do you know how you look like that? Genetics, right? If you haven't got the genetics to look genetics to look like that, I hate to burst your bubble. You're not going to look like that. It's just not. It's just not on the cards. There you go, man. You know, a lot of it's Fuck lighting it. and stuff as well. Uh, but he did a video saying um, with uh, uh, how jiu-jitsu, like, Jiu-Jitsu guys that think they're unmuggable. And like, it's just got him like walking down the street. And um, then these two guys like approaching him. Hey, bruv, what you got for us? He's like, oh, guys, please. He pulls open his jacket. And he's got his fucking rash guard on. He's got his purple belt on. He's just like, come on, guys. <laughs> and then he gets into his backpack, pulls out a mat. Puts it down and then fucking gets so it, takes his chippy off, gets on the floor, puts his gum shield in. It's like, right, yeah, just watch this ankle because it's a bit dodgy, isn't it? So, uh, yeah,
0: let's go. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, uh, yeah,
1: it's funny. It's like, it's like, yeah, I love cause, that because that's the thing. It's like, it, I like Brazilian jiu jitsu, but it's the, I think it's used to, obviously, it's useful to know, but people call it like the best martial art for self defense, and I dispute that honestly. I, I do, I think, I think that. The the best art for self-defense is is, it is. But ideally, you want something that teaches you how to fall, teaches you how to block and teaches you how to create distance and get away from like a get away from an attacker Uh, or multiple attackers. The problem with the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is it doesn't teach you against multiple attackers like that, that. So, I mean, it's obviously a situation you wouldn't want to be in. I'm not um, saying that it's not this useful. Is, um, it's definitely useful.
0: This but... is more more of a discussion about like who would win in a fight, Batman or Superman? You know, mm. if if you're it Batman, obviously. On, may have, I don't know. It depends on the circumstance, right? Because if you're on, if you're outside of Chippy at three o'clock in the morning and you're just standing there staggering, getting a cheeseburger down your fucking gob, mm. you know you. you you can have all the good. it does doesn't it you could have all yeah. the 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 jujitsu in the world but if some guy is walking up the street and he's picking on everyone well your best line of defense is to just fucking run in the opposite direction get, and get away the hell out of there. yeah uh, if you're unfortunate enough to be a teenage girl or a girl in her 20s and some guy is forcing himself on you um you know if you are in a circumstance where your legs are wrapped around him yeah. you you could end his life he will never oh be absolutely
1: yes that, that's no, I, I'm that's, a big oops. Of that yeah oops
0: and that's the power of jiu jitsu because people think she's going to be traum- traumatized for the rest of her life if she knows jiu jitsu he's never going to be the same for yeah. the rest of his life you know what i mean and that's the difference
1: absolutely i do and actually yeah no you're quite right like for i think for for women it's it's an essential um self defense martial arts but for men I think honestly um you need to, like I'm not saying it's it's not worth knowing obviously it is but it's more of a sport for men like a lot of the time in a in a street fight situation yeah they say oh you know because I love that stat that oh 90% of street fights end up on the floor. Yeah usually because someone's been knocked the fuck out. Yeah. That's why not because they're in a grappling match but because someone has been fucking sparked out, because you know what what real street fights are? They're not fucking long affairs. They are short. They are fast, and they are violent. Yeah, that is what they are. Right, and you have to be prepared for that. That's street, like yeah, street fight. Yeah, there I've got. Go. I've. I have got i do not think I've got any visible scars. I'm too pretty. But uh, <laughs> you know, I have co- always covered up well. There was one. There was one time I've got. I mean, I got kicked in real nice. But not like, not like badly. I got, I had a real bad concussion, like grade three or something. I don't know what wow. that is. Is that a bad concussion?
0: Grade three. That's what the is... doctor.
1: That's, that's what the doctor said. Anyway,
0: not good, man. But
1: but it's because, um, but I didn't have anything on my face because basically, like it was just it was it was dumb. Like me and my mate, we walked the wrong way back through town, and I uh, all I remember is like you know this, there's three guys in front of us, and now I got hit round the back of the head, and then that was it. Like I just. I just, like, I'm, I'm quite good at covering up. Like, there wasn't any blood, but I did get kicked in the back of the head a lot. Yeah, and yeah. then I just woke up, like, literally, I mean, I got kicked unconscious. Like, I woke up. Fuck. And I woke up, uh, however, like, scene missing, C missing. I just woke up, like, fa- like face down on the floor. And the first thing I did was, like, I could feel loads of stuff in my mouth. And I was like, oh, no, that's my teeth. <sighs> oh, no, no, that's my teeth. Luckily, it was all gravel. It was all gravel. I spat it all out. It was all gravel. Uh, And the first thing I did was check, shit, are my teeth actually there? Because I thought I'd have my teeth kicked out. I was like, then I was, and didn't know where my mate was. I managed to walk home. Uh, My mate was already there. He had blood pouring out of his head. And I was just like, whoa. He looked worse than I did, but he didn't have... Like, uh, ED, Like, I mean, I the next day, I um, funny story. I actually started a new job. Uh, <laughs> I, and I went in. did what want to call in sick? You know, went in. Uh, no, it wasn't even the next day. It was I went out on the Saturday and then I had the Sunday and then the Monday. I was in and and I was really concussed. I didn't really realize. Like I knew that like, I wasn't right, but then I got through the whole day and then like I got back from work. And like literally, I just and, and I was you know I was living with a girlfriend at the time, and I got in, and then I don't remember anything. I just woke up and I was just staring at the ceiling, like what the fuck. And she was just like, "You're going to hospital. Like you're going to hospital. Like you 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 are not right. You haven't been right all yesterday. You've just passed out for no reason, going taken to hospital." So I took him to hospital and like they said, yeah, you've got got a grade three concussion. I was like, oh, "Is that bad? Uh, it's not great." And they said, you know, you can't be in front of screens. You can't be uh, like driving your car. Like, it's like, did you work today? I was like, yeah. And they're like, how did you get to work? I was like, drove. And they're like, you should I have done that.
0: Look at that, like, man. Oh, Fucking ooh. motivation and discipline on you, man. That's killer. Yeah.
1: But the That's thing is, a... I just, I, I really wanted the job. So, like, you know, yeah. I, just, I, I went in and uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I I did, I did call, it, the thing is, like, I then called it sick for the next, like, week and they thought I wasn't coming back. They thought that like I just seen the first day, not wanted to go back. But actually then when I explained to them, it was like, you know, I took in my doctor's notes and everything. It's like, look, this is this is what happened. You know, yeah. Is it, it was you know, because but the thing is though, it, that wasn't like a result of me doing something stupid. That was like being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like I don't know what well, I don't know why they jumped to us. They just did. Okay, me yeah, and my mate were just Walking back, but like, I think it was because there was two of us and you seven more
0: of them. You gotta be careful these days, man. You Get, do. Is, was was it at stupid o'clock in the morning? You had a couple. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. About yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Nothing yeah. good yeah, ever take, happens on lot. the streets at that no, time of night, you know. But but I mean, this is you kids. That's all I'm saying to you because at the end of the day, you gotta keep yourself safe.
1: You do. You know, you're talking. T- you're talking circa ten years ago, though. This is yeah, maybe longer. Might be longer than that. It was it was a while ago.
0: But I'm more careful than that. We now. will prevail. Yeah, Burke freedom Green, will it prevail. was an Absolute pleasure <laughs> to see you again, sir. Thank you so much for this wonderful yeah. conversation. I want to do more like this. Like it's, I'm free it's nice to 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 sit down and talk about an upcoming fight or to break down a fight that's already happened. But to just fucking shoot the shit—that's a podcast. Love
1: man. this. That's it exactly i go. hope people enjoy it you know it's like i hope there's been a couple of fun stories in there there's uh, uh, been a couple of fun stories in there as there's we been were a,
0: talking uh, i had like a lot of ideas come up and we just move topics on so like yeah let's get that on another one <laughs>
1: yes yeah no write it down we'll get absolutely. it on another one but, yeah
0: dude thank you very much for joining me again man we'll do another one
1: absolutely i'm in Any Rock time. and
0: roll guys enjoy no don't enjoy because it's over you enjoyed you enjoyed (laughs) rock and roll guys have a good one